Hello and welcome back to the Mindful Belly Don't Eat Your Feelings podcast. I'm your host and health coach, Ellie Rome. So today, you guys, this is a solo episode with me. This is a quick episode. I was going to post an interview today, but I feel like there's so much more of a need to speak about how to bounce back from the holidays. And I've been reached out already by multiple people saying they just feel bloated, they're really mad at themselves, or they overdid it over the holidays. And so if that's you, I really want to offer you to find compassion for yourself and to give yourself grace that it's okay if you overindulged, if you went a little overboard. It's really hard not to do that during the holidays. Just like food everywhere, people are eating all the time, offering you things, and it can be really, really hard to say no, especially if you were stressed out. And so day or two that we overindulge, that causes a lot of problems. It's the continual downslide. It's that that spurs a lot of cravings. I know it did for me. It was like I could do fine, and then I'd have just like one day of indulgences, and then my brain was just like, where's more sugar? I want more sugar. It'd be weeks of like cravings and choosing poor food choices and then feeling lousy, not sleeping well, then not wanting to work out. And it's just like this horrible cascade. So we want to nip that in the bud if it's happened. So first thing is to find that compassion for yourself to say, Hey, it's okay. I indulged. I hope you enjoyed those indulgences and they were good and you can find gratitude for them. And just come back to self-love. Like, what do I want for myself? If my body's bloated and not feeling well today, like, I don't have to shame it. That's just data. That's just information to me. Like, my body doesn't like those things. And so how can I treat my body so well today? Like, what would actually serve it? And for most of us, that's sunshine, water. That's kind words. That's healthy, whole foods, meat, vegetables, fruit, real food, ingredients, real food that you fuel your body with versus sugar, pie, gluten, things like that. And so to not, what really helped me during these times when I would overindulge is to, is to release the shame stories because that usually just spirals into when we feel bad about ourselves, that feeling makes many of us that are emotional eaters want to go eat more. So even though logically that makes no sense, like I feel bad, I ate all this food that made me feel bad. And now I'm shaming myself and I'm feeling in this low energy vibration. Logically, eating more of that is not going to help anything. However, we don't act from logic. We act from feeling. And if we're feeling shame and we're feeling guilty or we're feeling low energy, and that's been the conditioning to eat in those circumstances. So if I know for myself, I used to eat a lot of it when I felt shameful or when I felt guilty or I just want to numb out from my feelings. So that being the conditioning, it doesn't matter how logical it is not to go eat. If you're feeling those feelings, it may spur you to want to reach for food. So can we release the shame and the guilt and come back to love? I love and accept myself. You know, I'm going to treat my body well today. I'm not going to just deprive myself of the cookies because I quote unquote can't have them. I don't want to eat them. I'm choosing actively not to eat them because I know they're not going to make my body feel good. And when we can come in from that conscious choice, it releases the drama and puts us back in our power. And it doesn't take willpower because we're not white knuckle gripping it. It's like, we want this because you're choosing, you're saying yes to yourself. You're saying yes to loving your body, feeling good, fitting in those jeans, fitting in your jeans again, and just stay in that energy. These negative thought patterns are addictive. The shame, the guilt, the, oh, you ate so much. Oh, you're so fat. Uh, you Like you're never going to get to the body weight. You're not going to be loved. And that's typically the spiral that it goes down. That can be an addictive thought loop. 
And so it's just the continuous recognizing of that thought loop. And then coming back to love, my favorite affirmations, I love and accept myself. Today is new. This moment is new. I am new. I choose foods that nourish my body. I choose foods that nourish my body. I choose foods that make me feel good. And just repeating those mantras, pick one of them that resonates with you or create your own. I love and accept myself. And just keep coming back to that every time that negative thought pattern comes up. Because it probably will. I even for myself, I hardly indulge and I still get that negative thought pattern. And so that's the first step. Just recognizing shame and guilt and releasing it. Coming back to love for yourself, compassion for yourself. And if it's hard, if it's hard to be compassionate towards yourself, imagine that you are your best friend or that you are your daughter or your son or a baby. You just shame them for having a couple Christmas cookies or for going overboard. Like, no, you'd probably be like, it's okay. That was one day. Today is new. What can you do for yourself today? So treat yourself as you would your best friend. All right, so that's step one. Step two is focus on things that you can do. As I mentioned, like, what are you yesing today? One of my favorite things for clients to do is to just focus today on drinking water. Sometimes we want to do all the things. It's like, I'm not going to eat any of this. And it's just kind of like the pendulum swings all the way the other way. And that that may be okay for you and it may work for you. But for many people that it can become very overwhelming and then they don't do it. And then we don't do anything. And it's just like, I'll just wait till January 1st. Or it's like you do that extreme and then end up just falling back into old patterns after a couple of days or weeks. So to, to chunk it down is so helpful. It takes out the overwhelm and it gives you something to focus on. So water, water is so foundational and it's going to help with so many things. So A, if you just had a big binge yesterday, then like flushing out, like drink so much water, just like help your body flush out any of the excess toxins or anything that it doesn't need to hold on to. Flush out the excess toxins. And it's also going to help reduce inflammation. It's going to help reduce bloat, especially if you're, you may be holding onto water. If you ate a bunch of carbs, if you ate a bunch of sugar, ate a bunch of salt, you may be holding onto water weight and feel really bloated. It's also going to help reduce inflammation if you ate a bunch of foods that may be causing you inflammation, like gluten, like dairy, like, like soy or anything that you may be intolerant to. So it's going to help reduce, flush that out. And then my favorite thing also about water is that it so massively reduces cravings. So you may be experiencing a lot more sugar and carb cravings if you've been eating more of that recently with the holidays. So by drinking water, it's going to help mitigate those cravings and false hunger cravings. A lot of times we're just thirsty. So, and I'm talking real water, not sparkling water, not the water in your coffee, real straight water. And so my recommendation is to shoot for half your body weight in ounces of water a day. So if you're 140 pounds, that's 75 ounces of water. And if that feels really like you're like, that's so much, Ellie, that's okay. Start where you're at. If you're drinking now just two glasses a day, can we make that three? Can we make that four? And pair it with something that you're already doing. So if you're like, before you drink your coffee, drink a glass of water. Before you get in your car, drink a glass of water. Or before you turn on the TV or just pair it with things that you're already doing. About water, about focusing on drinking water is that it is giving you something to focus on versus something to cut out or avoid, which can be require a lot more willpower, which can feel a lot more overwhelming and harder to stick to. So it's like, let's get these small wins in. This is how you start building trust with yourself, getting that ball rolling. 
And then as you do that, you're going to feel better. As you drink that water, you're going to feel better. You, you're going to have more energy. Water is huge for energy. When someone tells me they have a headache or they're tired all the time, that's the first question. How much water are you drinking? It is so essential and it's so basic and it's so like not a shiny object that many of us discount it. Like, ugh, it won't do anything. Yes, it will do anything. Probably more than any supplement you could take. Water is first. So please, please go grab a cup of water right now while you're listening to this and start drinking up. Next tip for you, if you feel like you overindulged over the holidays, is to get temptation out. So it's really hard if those cr- sugar cravings are coming are back in full force and or carb cravings, if those sugar or carb cravings are back in full force to sit there and look at cookies all day or the pie on the counter or the M&M bowl, you know, so that kind of stuff that's really easily reached for, like get it out of sight, out of mind, preferably out of the house. If you think other people are going to still want it, then like, yeah, get it out of sight, wrap it up, make it difficult to get to. And if you are experiencing sugar and carb cravings today, today or this week, reach for real food carbs. So that would be like sweet potato, banana. One of my favorite things for this is either a roasted banana. I'll put it in like a toaster oven or in a pan with cinnamon. It is so good. Or, or I'll take a banana and put it in the freezer and just take little slices of it, like a ripe banana. It's so sweet. It's so good. And it can really it can really help transition off of a lot of refined sugars that you may have been eating. And other things like berries or sweet potato with cinnamon, or if you're like super craving something, then like very dark chocolate to satisfy a sweet tooth. But ideally real food, carbs and sugar. Ideally the best way to break those cravings is to is to recognize that they're going to pass. Cravings typically only last like two to five minutes. So if you can get yourself a tea, distract yourself. A lot of times it's just this impulse that we want it really bad and the brain's like, we need it now. And if you can just get out of, get out of the kitchen, go change, change your environment, get that tea, put on some music and just allow those two to five minutes to pass and recognize like this is going to pass. Feel the craving in your body. Sit with that discomfort. That's one of the most powerful things is that when a craving or an urge comes, so often we want to, we just want it to go away or we want to satisfy it. But if we can learn to just sit with it, find your breath, use the five, five, seven breath that I've taught in this podcast. It's the five second inhale, the five second hold, the seven second exhale. And you just repeat that five, five, seven, or just take some deep breaths and be like, this is will pass. This will pass. I love and accept myself. And allow it to go. Go get your water instead. Go get a tea instead and let that pass. And then again, worst case, choose real food sweets. All right, my last tip for you guys is getting support and accountability. It's having that person on the journey with you that's going to help hold you to your highest self when you're feeling lousy, when you don't want to show up, when you don't want to keep going. It's someone that can hold your hand through that and not let you slip back into old patterns to avoid self-sabotage and to stay consistent, even if it's not perfect, that you don't keep slipping back into old patterns and really building back momentum. I know sometimes when we've indulged a lot over the holidays, it can feel very demotivating. Like, ugh, this feels like such an uphill battle or like I'm at the bottom of a mountain and then we don't start. So getting support and accountability, especially in the beginning to get you going, to get that ball rolling, you'll build momentum and just take off on your own. But in the beginning, it can be, it can be challenging. So get the right support and accountability, someone that can guide you, 
that's been there and that can hold you to your highest self. You can absolutely do this alone, but it's a lot more difficult. It can take a lot longer and you may be spinning your wheels if you've you've done the yo-yo diets, if you've done the counting calories and you're sick of having to keep coming back to that and want to actually break free from that and just have this healthy lifestyle that you don't feel like it's constantly up and down and just getting that consistency. Like that's what I do as a coach. It's really giving you the tools to transform your relationship with food and to learn what foods are actually right for your body. So often we are eating things that are fueling inflammation that may seem healthy. Like you guys, I have a patch of eczema that flared up because I indulged in some siete chips and some sunflower seed based brownies. And like they're super low carb, low sugar. Siete chips are great. I love them. I recommend them. But for me, I have a sensitivity to seeds and I rarely eat them. And then when I do decide to indulge, my body tells me and I have this little patch of eczema on my hip that will come up. And it's just my body saying like, hey, hey, not the best choice. Let's go back to how we were eating when we feel really good. And I love that my body does that. It's like reckon, It's like my signal to myself. And I, I feel it. I feel it in my body. I feel it in my head. I just feel foggier when I eat those kind of foods. And so, and for many people, they're like, I thought seeds were healthy. And they, they may be for you, but it's important to figure out what may be causing you inflammation that you may think is this like superfood when in reality, it's actually causing you a lot of brain fog or causing you to hold on to weight. It's causing you skin issues or acne. And that's what we figure out. And then how to make it sustainable or how to make it stress-free because if you're eating a certain way and it's stressing you out, like that's counterproductive because stress causes us to hold on to weight. It causes gut issues too. So it's like finding that beautiful balance that works for you. So if you're wanting this this year, if you're really committed to your health and really want to change for the long term, reach out. I am here. I have four spots open for my one-on-one program in January. This is for people who are ready to invest in themselves. And then I also have my group program starting January 11th. This is the 21-day reset. This is 21 days of nutrition and mindful eating coaching with me live. I'm with you in this program. And it also includes bonuses of daily live fitness classes, daily live meditations. We've got guest expert workshops you can come to. So it's a full 21 days, so much fun. And the main thing though, getting your nutrition right and learning these mindful eating tools to help you thrive well after the 21 days. So if you're interested in that, check out the link in the show notes. It's mindfulbelly.com backslash 21 day reset. All right, so just quick recap from this episode. Number one, release the shame and guilt you may be holding and come from self-love. Use those affirmations if those narratives start coming back. So I love and accept myself. I love and accept myself. Just keep coming back to that and choose for your higher self. What am I yesing? Number two, drink water. Go fill up your water right now. Get your ounces, half your body weight in ounces. Number three, get rid of temptation. Give the cookies away, donate them, throw them out. If you think that it's like wasting food, remember that by you eating them, you're wasting yourself because you're gonna not be you're not gonna show up in the world in the way that we all need you to show up. Number four, get the support and accountability. It makes all the difference in the world. I thought I could do it alone and I spun my wheels for years. Definitely reach out if you need help. And above all else, love yourself. You're doing a great job one day at a time. You got this.